The top five at five. Ukraine's president makes an emotional virtual speech to Congress, imploring President Biden and Congress for more help as Russian assaults continue. The U.S. is sending more aid to war-torn Ukraine. In the announcement, President Biden called Russia's president a war criminal. As gas prices spike, the Progressive Caucus in Congress is demanding the president issue an executive order banning drilling on federal lands. The Federal Reserve acts to stem rising inflation by approving its first in a series of planned rate hikes. After a hiatus due to the viral pandemic, the St. Patrick's Day Parade returns to New York City today, although it will be without a familiar face. An impassioned speech from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky Wednesday to Congress. He compared the invasion of his country by Russia to the U.S. invasion of Pearl Harbor and September 11th. President Zelensky confronted President Joe Biden during his speech, calling on Biden directly as the leader of the free world to do more to protect Ukraine. I'm addressing the President Biden. You are the leader of the nation, of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. Slava Ukraine. Zelensky repeated his call for NATO countries to enact a no-fly zone over Ukraine. The Ukrainian president has made similar pleas to Canadian and British parliaments. World leaders fear enacting a no-fly zone would escalate into World War III. President Joe Biden responded to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky in a speech following Zelensky's virtual address to Congress. Biden called out Russian President Vladimir Putin as a war criminal after originally saying no, then circling back and saying, oh, yes, he is. Biden pledged an additional $800 million in aid to war-torn Ukraine. Mr. President, what will it take for you to send the Polish MiGs that President Zelensky is asking for? I'm not going to come on that right now. I'm not going to come on any other than what I can. Well, Mr. The U.S. is sending additional long-range missile anti-aircraft systems, anti-armor systems, machine guns, shotguns, and grenade launchers. Biden arrived to the press conference an hour late, spoke for less than 10 minutes, and refused to answer reporters' questions. NBC News reports the U.S. is sending switchblade drones that can fly 50 miles before exploding when they reach their target. Politico is reporting the Progressive Caucus wants President Biden to use executive powers to declare climate change an emergency and ban drilling on federal lands. The request comes as gas prices surge and the war on Ukraine interrupts worldwide oil supplies. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki reiterated Biden's message to oil and gas companies. So I will reiterate what the president said to oil and gas companies last week. The invasion of Ukraine and the volatility of the oil market is no excuse for excessive price increases, profit padding, or any effort to exploit American consumers. No one should capitalize on Putin's aggression by taking advantage of American families. The Progressive Caucus request drew heavy criticism on social media as gas prices rise. Republicans are calling for increased drilling to ease pain at the pumps. 
The Biden administration has faced intense criticism in recent weeks for refusing to commit to increasing oil production here in the United States. As expected, the Federal Reserve on Wednesday okayed its first interest rate hike in more than three years. The move is designed to tamper historic inflation without slowing economic growth. Fed Chair Jerome Powell. The economy is very strong, and against the backdrop of an extremely tight labor market and high inflation, the committee anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate will be appropriate. Rates are due to rise a quarter and a percent point, or 25 basis points. Now, that will bring the rate to one quarter to one half percent. The increases mean high financing costs for consumer borrowing and credit. Additional increases are planned at the Federal Reserve's six additional meetings this year to 1.9 percent by year's end. Three additional hikes are also planned in 2023 and none for 2024. Well, the annual St. Patrick's Day Parade steps off today in all of its glory. The parade did not take place during the viral pandemic. The event will be without a familiar face, Cardinal Timothy Dolan. He's in St. Louis due to the death of his mother. Newly installed Diocese of Brooklyn Bishop Robert Brennan will fill in for Cardinal Dolan. New York City Mayor Eric Adams and parade officials raise the Irish flag at Bowling Green Park. It means so much to all of us to see this parade uh, return. When it's paused, we knew we will be back. And watching the march that is going to take place is saying, not only to New York City, but the entire country, nothing can stop this country and this city in the spirit of it. The flag was raised in honor of the first Irish immigrants to arrive in New York City. During the parade, a moment of silence will be held outside of St. Patrick's Cathedral in recognition of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and in recognition of the people of Ukraine. The parade will step off at 11 a.m. at 5th Avenue and 44th Street in Manhattan. It marches up 5th Avenue to 79th Street. The 2022 Grand Marshal is James T. Callahan. He is General President of the International Union of Operating Engineers. 